Hi, everyone. Welcome back to this conversation between Greg and Mary Daphne. Great to see you here today. So today we're talking about building good habits. Because habit formation is so important. Yeah. Habits um, are, I think, very tightly intertwined with language learning. Yes. Right? Because um, part of what helps us get to that next level of fluency in a language is consistency. And habits are a great way for me to reinforce consistency. So uh, I, I love habits for the learning process in general and for getting better at a language in particular. So it's, I think it's a great and a very relevant topic. Absolutely. And, you know, habits are basically, if you think about it, the way we spend our life. If we look back on the last year, the last five years, the last however many years or months or days, you get my point. If we look back and think about where our time went, was it more so a productive use of our time, enriching use of our time, or was it the opposite, right? So our life is comprised of habits that we have. Yeah, and habits are, in, in my mind, a great way to ensure that we are making the best use of our time, right? Yes. Because it provides um, some structure to how we go about our day, right? With, with the right habits, you know, you can keep yourself on task. Mm -hmm. You can keep yourself more focused. Yes. And particularly if you put time in to build the right habits, they can really pay dividends, right? pay uh, great returns yes. in the long run. Um, so yeah, very powerful uh, productivity hack uh, that, um, that I think is well worth establishing. That's a great point. And you know, you can really turn anything into a habit, anything that aligns with a goal that you're seeking to achieve. It just really takes time and patience and alongside that consistency, right? So keep you know, keeping it fresh, keep doing it, creating a habit. Yeah, I feel like um, one of the uh, concerns that people often have with habits is they think that it's um, limiting. Oh, interesting. Right, okay. that, that it, they're mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. able to be free and mm -hmm. spontaneous, spontaneous. <laughs> um, because habits sound like repetition. You're doing the same thing over and over, almost boring. Right. I, see, I can see right? that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But it, I, I think that even creativity, something like spontaneity can benefit from some structure. Yeah. Right. Um, because it frees up your mind to explore that spontaneity. For sure. Right? It's hard to be creative and spontaneous mm -hmm. if you're uh, constantly worried about what's coming next and, you know, you feel lost and disorganized. Yeah, 100%. So let's talk about how to build habits. How do we get ourselves closer to achieving a certain goal that we set for ourselves? Mm. Well, I think one of the best things is to start small, right? So to not maybe make all of the changes at once. Start with something that you're already beginning to do on a semi-regular basis and then keep up the momentum with that. And once you do that, you'll see that as a victory, right? And then treat that victory as a way to keep the momentum going. Yeah, I love incremental progress. Yes. Right, incremental is like step by step, small little steps. 
each one is an increment and you increment forward toward your goal. Yeah. And by I love the the idea of small steps because think about if you're going up a, you know, a flight of stairs, if they're huge steps and each one takes a lot of effort, uh, it's very difficult to make progress and you kind of get discouraged as you look up. If instead they're tiny little steps, uh, you can almost run up it and it's almost fun to do, right? It's a much more approachable challenge. Um, and I think that metaphor translates into our daily lives, right? Absolutely. If you have, um, if you set up your day where you have these huge looming tasks Ugh. to accomplish, right? Yeah. Um, and when I say looming, they're like hanging over you, like you're in their shadow. Yeah. Um, it's very <laughs> difficult. If you can chop them down into tiny little tasks, right? The sun can get through and you can do it in warmth and comfort. It's much more achievable. Yeah. You yeah. painted a beautiful picture for us well, there, thank you. Greg. <laughs> so if you put this into the context of English practice, let's say my goal as an English language learner, let's say that's what my role is right now. My goal is to read a little bit from my English book every day. Maybe I'm reading a novel. And I just see, I can't seem to find the time. Gosh, where does the time go? Well, to make it a small step, I would say I'm just going to read 10 minutes. 10 minutes every morning or every afternoon. You can choose the time. And you'll notice that all of a sudden 10 minutes doesn't feel like that much. So you push it to maybe 20 minutes. And then suddenly you're at 30 minutes. You could just as easily do this with maybe saying you'll read a chapter a day or 10 pages a day, right? That's so much better than not doing it at all, right? Just, you know, thinking, well, 10 pages is too few. Like, well, I'm not going to get anything out of it by just reading that few, you know, pages. But over time, at the end of a month, you've read a lot of pages. Yeah, there's this little secret to, to getting stuff done. Um, and it's it's about consistency. Yes, Best word ever. Yeah, right? And to be consistent, um, breaking these into little parts uh, makes that much more achievable, right? If you know that you can easily get something done, you're more likely to do it. Yeah. And so if you're more likely to do it, you're more likely to do it frequently. Um, and that's where real progress is made. Yeah. Um, and particularly with language learning, right? Just spending a little bit of time each day on it can do way more for you than spending, you know, five hours uh, you know, once a month yeah. where you sort of, you learn a bunch in that moment and then kind of forget about it. It gets yeah. rusty. Yeah. You kind of want to keep the muscle warm. Mm. Um, and to keep it warm, you want to do it regularly. And to do it regularly, you want to do it in a way that's sustainable. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, little small goals, short time increments uh, can go a very long way toward making the activity sustainable. Exactly. So the second way to build a habit is to remove all of the barriers. So let's say, you know, this is a non-English language learning example, but let's say, let's um, talk about exercise for a minute. Let's say you want to be able to do your exercise first thing in the morning without getting distracted or sidetracked. So to remove the barriers, what you would do is put out your sneakers, put out your yoga mat, put out whatever equipment you're using for that workout, uh, you know, Put it on your YouTube uh, playlist or something so that you can actually do it without having to think too much about it, mm. right? So making it as easy as possible to not talk yourself out of doing it, right? So with like an English language perspective, maybe you have the goal 
of reading that book. You put that book in a place where you know you're gonna go first thing. So maybe your desk, maybe it's the kitchen when you're about to make your coffee. Hello, I love coffee, right? So something like that where you're removing any obstacles. Yeah, uh, I, I really like that. And what I like to do um, is actually make it a precondition Ooh. for something else that I know I need to do, right? So part of what I view as obstacles are just the things you need to get done in a day, mm-hmm. right? So Like a non-negotiable. A non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. For example, making breakfast, right? You got to eat at some point during the day. For sure. And so if you say the only way I'm allowed to eat something is if I first do my language practice. Yeah. Then you're going to do your language practice yeah. because otherwise you're going to go the whole day without eating, right? <laughs> yeah. So if you create um, this precondition uh, that removes the the normal sort of day to day obstacles that would prevent you from getting something done, yeah, you're much more likely to get it. In, in fact, you have to get it done because there's no other way to go about doing the things that you need to get done. Right. I love it. It's like when you play Monopoly, you always have to pass go. Right, even though that's a nice thing because you collect yeah. 200 on yeah, go. Exactly. Right, well, anyway, you get my point. It's like you have to go through those motions in order to get to the next step of yeah. the day, for example. So that's good, right? Think about ways of removing any obstacles or coming up with ideas of how you can turn something into a non negotiable so that you have to do it. The other thing is to pencil it in. So I love this expression, penciling it in, even though many people now have more digital planners than the, you know... um, Graphite pencil. Yes, the analog ones. But the idea behind penciling it in is that you schedule it. You make time for this thing to take place, to happen. So I'm a big fan of time blocking. So in my calendar, I have, you know, color-coded different things to my day. I even schedule in workouts. I schedule in an afternoon walk. I schedule in my meal times, meal prep, and my work. And so everything is color coded. So that's my way of penciling it in so that I have to do it because it's in my calendar. So I I have to get to that task. I might even modify that to say instead of penciling, which you can erase, (laughs) you permanent marker it in. Oh, another good one. Yeah, you put it it in there where it's indelible. You can't remove it. Yeah. Um, no, that's great. Yeah. I, I mean, when when something is on your schedule, when you've written it down, you feel a lot more accountability. Yeah, for sure. Right, and, and it's, it's like staring right at you. It's staring right at you. It's much yeah. more present in your mind than if it's this sort of vague. Uh, maybe I'll get it done. Right. Yeah. When you've put it down on paper, you've, it's more like you've committed to it, and you're much more likely to get it done. Right. So with that, again, it circles back to not having too much on your plate in terms of all the habits that you want to create as lifestyle changes because then it just gets overwhelming. So start with one and then gradually increase and add and you'll notice that it becomes more automatic. You've now turned a habit into a lifestyle change. So without even thinking, you reach for your English book as you're making your coffee and you've already gotten you know 50 pages in or something. Yeah, the, the the concept of automation is um, is I think central to this, right? Yeah. Once it becomes second nature, uh, that's when you really start to see the returns, uh, because uh, you you stop needing to even think about it. It just sort of happens. But it takes a lot of structure to get to the point where it's automatic. That's the right? thing. Yeah. Often we we hope something becomes automatic, but it takes a lot of practice uh, and a lot of deliberate 
practice uh, in order to make something automatic. So to reach that sort of goal, that golden um, uh, sort of uh, destination of automation, you need to implement, I think, some of the, the strategies that we discussed or your own yeah. to really um, to build that groove, right? Think about um, if you're skiing uh, and you go through the snow. As you go through the snow, you cut that groove. Mm. And the more times you go along that same path, the groove gets deeper and it's easier to stay in that path. It's the same way with these habits, right? You want to you want to dig that deep enough so that you can really get in there and not even have to think about which way you're going. I love it. Another beautiful picture you've painted for <laughs> us, Greg. So along that note, and we're going to wrap up with this, think of it also in terms of what they call the 2190 rule. So it takes roughly 21 days or three weeks to make something into a habit. And then keeping that up, it takes about three months to turn that habit into a lifestyle change. So you don't even think about it anymore. It's so second nature. Those grooves are so smoothly, you know, um, formate, formed that it's super easy to just do without thinking. Yeah. Right? I like that. Yeah. So yeah. that's the 30 90 rule. 21 90 rule. 21 90 yeah. rule. So just think of it like 21 days, so about a week, uh, three weeks. Three weeks. Okay. And then about three months, so Got 90. It. Yeah. I'm going to go with three and three. That's good. Three weeks and three months. That's good. I like yeah. that too. Yeah, if it's easier to think of it that way. And why that's, not? you know, with, with anything that we discuss here, yeah. right, you should feel free to come up with your own uh, device or, or system to, to reach whatever goal you want to take, right? It's, it's about adapting these concepts and making them applicable to how you go about doing things. And that's central to, to building habits, is making them uh, specific to your needs and achievable in your context. Yes. So that's your challenge. Excellent. I love it. So try those out and best of luck to you. We'll see you right here for another conversation. Bye for now.